0: In old school games, life is cheap Don't be a dope Bring your pole, oil, and rope And try not to go Down in a heap Hey everyone, welcome back to the Down in a Heap Podcast I'm your host Rob, podcasting to you live From beautiful northeast Minneapolis It's uh, day four on my well, following along a little bit with the RPG a day kind of theme I'm not, as you've <laughs> realized by now, I'm not following their format with words and stuff, but I'm trying to just podcast more often i going to try and do daily podcasts as long as I have something interesting and people are interested in listening and so far, I'm still getting listens in the 30s per episode uh, for the first three, uh, so I'm, I'm those aren't nearly as high as my usual episodes usually uh, settle in at, but, but at least it means that there are people that are uh, keeping up and, and engaging and stuff, and I guess that's the main point of my podcast is just having conversations about games and, uh, and I guess emptying my brain of things that um, I feel a need to talk about. I'm sorry about that. My washing machine finished its cycle, and I had to go throw things in the dryer, and as much as this is punk rock podcasting, DIY, low production values, you probably don't need to hear me uh, (laughs) doing the laundry. Anyway, um, my brain was mush last night coming home after a day of inventory, and this morning I've been having a hard time getting motivated, so sorry guys, it's going to... Push the BX deep dive back one more day, but tomorrow I have the day off, so I have every intent on starting the that back up again with the monster section tomorrow. But today, it's pick your poison. I thought with the podcast earlier about uh, like save or suck mechanics and losing turns and having terrible outcomes after one die roll or something on the part of the player characters, that it might be a good segue into talking about poison. And in most old-school D&D games, a save versus poison usually means save or die. You make a saving throw, you fail, you uh, clutch your gut, clutch your heart, whatever. I'm going, it's the big one! And go down in a heap, and you're just done. And uh, there's always been some kind of possibility of something like a neutralized poison spell or something like that. But the kind of the kooky thing about most of those old school games is there's not really a clear explanation for how long does it take you to die from a save or die poison. Uh, And I remember in AD&D, it's been a long time since I've looked at that section, but they delineated the poisons at least the man-made varieties and uh, and maybe things that are occurring in nature that some alchemist or assassin can distill down or something into ingestive and injected poisons so things that you're consuming and things that are introduced to your bloodstream via a weapon or stinger or bite or something and they further delineated that into like type A B C D, with them, I think, becoming more and more potent as you go up the alphabet or down the alphabet, whatever. And I thought that was a a nice step in, in a different direction. Now that makes poison more complicated. And really, with a lot of the monsters, there might be just poison that's debilitating. It just makes you nauseous or something, too. They're not always save or die. And, while I don't really have a big problem with save-or-die mechanics, you know, it's not like I'm gonna flip over the table or something if someone uses at the at the game table. In general, I don't really like them. Um, just because, well, <laughs> from a selfish point of view, I've probably lost more characters in my uh, game life than I have to poison. Than I have to anything else, and really, it does. It often does come down to dumb luck. Could be because a lot of the monsters that often have uh, something like a poisonous bite or stinger are often surprise monsters too. It's the spider lurking uh, in a trapdoor kind of thing, or up above you in some webbing, and and uh, and you fail your surprise roll. The monster hits you save or die, and you re- really didn't do anything quote-unquote wrong as a player, it's not like you were necessarily foolish you just got unlucky, and and that's fine, that's part of the, the game, but uh, it doesn't really give you a chance to have a last strike or anything, you're just kind of, you're just dead so I know a lot of other games have uh, done poison in different ways and stuff and there are all kinds of house rules for different poisons uh, there was an article in the Dragon Meat magazine I think from here I've got it from March 1982 I, this is a photocopy I made so I don't really remember what issue number it was uh, something in the 60's I'm thinking but I'm, I'm probably wrong anyway it was by Larry DiTillo and it's called Poison The Toxins of Ceralon. It's C-E-R-I-L-O-N. And this is a really kind of atmospheric look at poisons. He stays within the the format outlined in the Dungeon Master's Guide, the first edition DMG, with the uh, ingested and injected varieties of poison. And delineates them into the type A, B, C, D. But he goes in and makes up his own... Has names for poisons. And um, how you can potentially identify them by their characteristics. if they're, What their smell, their odor, or uh, taste is like. And then, rather than just save or die, they do damage, and there's uh, an onset time when it starts affecting you and um, um, a duration, so how long it takes for the poison to run its course and do all that damage to you. So let's just take an example here of a type C swallowed poison called silver lotus. It's a light silver liquid or powder and smells like lotus flower. It does 7d6 damage, starting in 1-2 to two turns, runs its course in 1-6 to six turns. It reduces the victim's constitution by 1 point for every 10 points of damage taken. System shock roll required for every point lost. Failure means instant death. Constitution points can only be restored by rest, save for half damage. So, that's pretty, uh, pretty harsh, and it's going to take out most low-level characters, um, unless you're very fortunate in the damage role, but it's going to take a while to do it. So, uh, and of course this is a um, a poison that you swallow, so you it might give you time to like, you know, have it racing through your mind of, well, who gave me this poison, you know, and trying to gasp out, like, who name your name your poisoner who you suspect or something even if you're going to die it it allows some kind of drama anyway i remember reading this article and being heavily influenced by it and uh it's something i think you should seek out but let's take a look at what i'm actually doing for poisons in my wasteland wanderers game all right, Herm had decided to lay on my computer, which is his way of letting me know that he had one more uh, helping of breakfast left, so took care of him. Here's the heading, or the section of, on poisons in my Wasteland Wanderers um, house rules for BX D&D. In BX, most poisons are treated as save or die. Instead, in Wasteland Wanderers, a lethal poison will do hit point damage. If the save fails, the poison begins doing damage each interval. The damage die type is based on the severity. Deadly, a d10. Potent, a d8. Normal, d6. And weak, d4. And the interval rate could be 1 per round or minute for fast acting, and per turn or hour for slower acting varieties. Most poisons will only be active for 1d4 intervals. Other types of poison can do damage to attributes rather than hit points. Paralytic ones attack dexterity, while while, uh, mind-melting ones intelligence or wisdom. When the attribute in question reaches zero, the victim is dead, if hit points, paralyzed, if dexterity, raving mad, or catatonic, if intelligence or wisdom. Some poisons can be counteracted with an antidote or by some other method. Ability score damage can be recovered by rest, one point point per day in good or posh conditions This same approach can be used for diseases but the loss interval will almost always be per hour for particularly virulent ones or per day or per week diseases usually do damage to constitution note you could instead have poison do con damage constitution damage as well instead of hit point damage but this will generally prove less deadly to lower level PCs and far more deadly for mid to high level ones. So again, you know what I've outlined here is probably nothing new. You've probably seen something similar to this in various D&D house rules or some other OSR rule set or something. I I don't know if I actually have if I if I have I I can't pin a specific place in mine, but I don't think I developed anything unique here. It's just, this is what I do, because I, like I said, save or die is fine if that's how you want to have it. It's a very simple way to handle poisons, a, a rather abstract kind of thing, but, uh, and it does make those poison monsters really fearsome and something you want to avoid because, heck, Even if you're 12th level, you can still roll a 1, right? Um, So they're always going to be potentially deadly. And they maybe should be if you've got a (laughs) a giant rattlesnake that's 20 feet long. Think about how much poison it could pump into you if it bit you. Or uh, a spider the size of a St. Bernard (laughs) is going to have a lot of poison that it could pump into you. And that probably should be able to kill you. But if you um, have it do hit point damage instead, it stays more in the idea of, of combat and stuff. And I don't know. It's, it, I'm interested to hear what some of you all do for, for this in your games, or maybe what other game systems other than d d do to handle toxins. I kind of remember BRP just having a straight resistance roll versus your constitution and maybe the poison is rated as a like a a 1 to 20 rating or something so you use the resistance roll table or I don't know I don't remember what things like top secret or it seemed like there was some thing versus willpower for like truth serum and stuff but or traveler I don't I don't remember anyway Feel free to chime in. Let me know what you think, and uh, how you could expand this. I think poison can be a really interesting part of the game, or other like toxins and stuff. Just like potions, it's a uh, it's a, a non magical way to really uh, bring some different flavor into your game. Whether it's different types of poisons that induce like sleep or unconsciousness, so you think someone's dead, like uh, Romeo and Juliet or a paralytic poison um which <laughs> sorry colin i know missing your turn is is not fun but uh but it sometimes can be better than save or die in fact i use that a lot of times as a a proxy in a save or die kind of thing where the giant spider injects you and instead of being dead you just kind of fish flop around and and then it can uh, feed on you at your leisure kind of like in The Hobbit um, where you wake up in a cocoon or something um, anyway, it's, a, it's an interesting thing to have when you have alchemists, apothecaries and assassins in your game and, and uh, you can have these books of uh, how to mix up or extract poison from monsters and things like that and it can be yeah, just a lot of uh, fun flavor in your game So, that's it for today. Tomorrow, my day off, try to get monsters in from BX, and until I talk to you again, don't go down in a heap.